0: For so long we've been requiring this adrenaline just to get through the day, just to get through the work day, just to get through these things. There is another way, and I promise you when you move to this sold self-nourishment fuel, it is sustainable. Welcome to The Liminal Zone Alchemist, the podcast for when you're stuck between the patterns of your past and the pull of your purpose. I'm your host, Sally Hardy, and each week I'll be challenging your understanding of what it is to be a human in the modern world. I'll help you free your innate genius from the socialized shadows, reconnect with your inner knowing, and lean into that pool, letting your purpose guide and support you with ease to the impact that only you can make in the world. Okay, get comfy, set your brain to curious, and let's get on with the episode. Hello, my delightful bundles of cellular sunshine. I hope that this podcast finds you very well and you are looking forward to having me in your ear holes again, you lucky old beans. This week, I wanna talk about something that has come up quite recently, quite a few times, with my clients and coaching spaces that I have been in, and that is fuel. So a few weeks ago, I offered the podcast three C's of a balanced life. And one of those C's was consumption. So what are you putting into your brain? What are you putting into your body? And this is very often what we think of when we hear things like fuel, something from the outside that comes in, like um, something that we would like fuel that we would put in our car. What goes into your car matters. If that fuel is poor quality, low quality, then your engine may suffer. It is a great quality, then you, Your engine should run perfectly well. And again, likewise into our body, what we put into our body. If that food is what our body requires, our body will be able to do something helpful with it for us. It will serve us. And if not, it may not be able to look after us in the manner to which we wish it to. So this is all fairly self-evident, I'd like to think. So yes, there's what we consume into our brain, into our body, what we consume energetically, the spaces that we are in, the environments that we're in, the people around us. But this fuel that I'm going to talk about this week is the inner fuel of doing, the inner fuel of being. And that fuel changes depending on whether our central nervous system is activated or not. And that is specifically why I wish to bring it up because one of these types of fuel, the one that is based on activation, the one that is um like a fast hot adrenaline-based fuel, it's not sustainable. And the other, the sustainable version, I want to go into that a little bit more because what I've realized is that a lot of people don't have an idea for what that sustainable fuel may look like. So that's what I want to explain to you this week, but But first, let me talk about that fear fuel, that adrenaline fuel and what its purpose is. When a human body releases the chemicals and the hormones that go alongside activation, the body is scared. The central nervous system is activated. These things are released into the body to give you a lot of energy very quickly, right? So this is the kind of stuff that you read stories about people lifting Cars off small children, people running away from XYZ with superhuman speed. People are able to do things that in their normal everyday walk of life they may not be able to. They get this surge of energy. It is an energy that allows you to do a hard thing without thinking. <laughs> it allows you to do the most astonishing things. This energy that your body provides you with is a survival energy right you will recognize it because you're going to be moving from something so you are going to be moving from the thing that is generating the fear and when i say moving from i don't necessarily mean physically moving from i mean that's what the the sense the inner sense is so for example let's say somebody has told you that you you're, you're not good enough, you can't do these things, You and you move into a, a pattern of, I can, I'll show you, what do you see? I'll prove it to you. You are moving from the feelings that those opinions are generating within you, what you think about yourself whenever you hear those things. You are moving from that. You are using the adrenaline energy to boost you into another way of being. If you are talking in terms of have-tos, like I have to make money, I I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to go and see all of these people, what that language does, have-tos and shoulds, they play off, they bang off social stressors and that activates us. So you you are injecting, in effect, you are injecting adrenaline into your system and you're using that as the fuel to do whatever it is. Now, socially, we often use this as the fuel to do the things that we don't want to do, right? Society wants us to do something we really don't freaking want to do it. And the battle between the two of these, the judgment that we put upon ourselves, the harsh way that we treat ourselves, the panic that we give ourselves. So if you think of somebody who procrastinates, leaves everything until the last minute, I definitely have never done this, obviously, leaves everything until the last minute. And then there's this massive amount of pressure to get that thing done. That is using adrenaline to do a thing. If your brain is on the neurosphere, somewhere outside of what is classically associated as a neurotypical brain, I don't like those terms, but I'm using them here, for example, then you may well find yourself using tools like procrastination to develop enough pressure to kind of overload your system into getting something done. This can be the same with overwhelm. It could be the same with people talk about sabotaging techniques. So I am sabotaging myself. Well, often people will sabotage themselves to get themselves so scared that they will do the thing that they don't want to do. Most often in this, I'm talking about in a social environment or in a workplace environment, we are going to be doing things using adrenaline that we don't want to be doing. Otherwise, why would we need the adrenaline? When I'm talking about lifting cars off small children, obviously that is exactly the right place for adrenaline to be used. It is pro-life. It is for life. It is for serving. It is for getting us, our loved ones, other humans out of trouble. It is a hot fuel and it burns very fast. It's not sustainable. Our bodies aren't designed to have this as a fuel of choice in our bodies for an extended period of time. If you find yourself in an activated place where you are using adrenaline a lot, a lot, a lot, and not recovering from it, and you don't have any other sustainable fuel on board, which I'll talk about in a minute, you will find that you will burn out. Is it possible to succeed from adrenaline? Yes, we have examples everywhere around us of, people in the workplace, of sporting figures, of public figures, of probably in your household as well, people who use adrenaline to get things done. So it is possible to have success. I classify this as wounded success because firstly, chances are it's not aligned with your values. Whatever it is that you are using the adrenaline to do, you probably don't want to be doing it, otherwise you wouldn't require the adrenaline. And secondly, any success that you have there, you are wounding yourself in the method of achieving it. So can you have the marker of success? Yes. But your root there, that's a tricky one. Adrenaline is addictive. If this is how you have fueled yourself through most of your life, then the chances are it's going to be a bit sticky to let go of, (laughs) right? Right? if you, to use another analogy, if you have always drunk in a social situation or smoked in a social situation, going to a social situation and not drinking or not smoking is more challenging because you have the habit, right? But it's just a habit. I, say, I don't say just a habit to dismiss it. I mean, it's just a habit in terms of it is possible to change. Let me now talk about the sustainable fuels that you can generate, You know that your fuel is sustainable when it is value-led, when it's heart-led, when it is motivating to you, when it's taking you in a direction that you want to go. Your fuel will come from self-nourishment. It will come from alignment with values. It comes, in effect, like IV'd in from want. It comes from your desire to either do it, whatever the it is, do the thing, or to reach a point where it is done. It comes from want. If you are moving from adrenaline to self-nourishment, please be aware that it's kind of like going into rehab. There is a withdrawal to adrenaline. There are habits of adrenaline. That's really a thing. So, Having something in place that allows for that, allows for potential downtime, allows for the lack of drama and what your brain and potentially your body may say is terribly dull, very boring, don't want to be doing this. Or alternately, everything seems to be going well. I really want to do this thing. I'm totally motivated from this this clean energy source of want, of desire, of love, of passion. The other shoe's going to drop anytime now that worry that sneaks in. Everything's going really well. Something's bound to go wrong. That in itself begins to build adrenaline. Now, sometimes the language that you may use around a sustainable, a a self-nourishing fuel and adrenaline fuel may sound the same. If you're like, I can do this, I, I can do this, can be sustainable, but if somebody has told you you can't, If somebody has told you that there is a risk that you are not good enough, if somebody has told you that your life depends on something, your success depends on something, your status depends on something, the I can do this comes from a very different place. It can come from scarcity, lack, fear comes from fear. So while statements may sound the same, they will feel very different. The difference is between this burnout, wounded success and Fulfillment. Both of these things, sustainable success and adrenaline, wounded success, both can do hard things. It's really important for you to know that self nourishment does not mean doing nothing and it does not mean avoiding challenge or avoiding activation. There are choices. You get to choose your challenge. You get to choose where you're going to be activated, acknowledging that life is activating and doing things that we don't know how to do yet. That's a challenge, that's activating, that's alarming, that can be startling. But when you're in the zone of self-nourishment and you care for yourself, you recover from that. When you're in self-nourishment, you're moving in alignment with your values. So you want to stretch into that area of activation and you come back to recovery. So both these can do hard things, but only one is going to increase your tolerance for activation, your tolerance for stress in the direction of your dreams. Only one is sustainable. Only one, this self-nourishment fuel, do you get to stretch and recover in. In adrenaline, you get to push through and burn out. Now, there's no judgment here. This is habit, a lot of it. It's how we are trained to be. We are not, we are born functionally different. We are trained to be the same person, except we're not the same person. So an awful lot of the time, the levels, the things that we're trying to do, what we're, you know, the zones that we put ourselves in aren't ones that, given an entire room of opportunities, we would naturally migrate towards. So we will find ourselves purely from habit and from training, having this knowledge of how to use adrenaline, how our bodies will continue to find drama, potentially where there is none, to have that shot of adrenaline in our body, procrastinate so that we get that buildup of pressure. Now, in terms of the sustainable side, where can we find that self-nourishment? Like which areas? I like to sort of break into three different themes. Sustainable fuel is what you find truly soul level nourishing, what you find truly curious and exciting, what you are longing for, what you are pulled towards in your mind, in your body, and in the area of other. And I use this other fairly loosely because it's different for everybody. So other could be, what do you find truly curious and exciting? What are you pulled towards within science, God, universe, within your creativity? Are you interested in outer space? Are you interested in the sacred, in forests? Are you driven absolutely bucked daft by beaches and you just cannot wait for your big sky moment? The thing that is your understanding of the world, what pulls everything together for you? That's what I classify as other, that the why your passion, your, your thing. That thing that makes things make sense to you, even if other people don't understand them or don't agree with them. In your mind, what are you consuming? What are you thinking? What language are you using around and for yourself? What are you creating in your body? Soul nourishment, this deep, deep self-care. Are you tending to your central nervous system? What environment are you in? Are you putting yourself in an environment that is nourishing? Are you around people who have similar values? Do you move your body in a way that feels good? What charges you up in this world and what depletes you? So if you look at these three different themes, you will be able to find, and within, for example, within body, you're like, okay, food, what am I actually eating? Exercise, what am I actually doing? Do I want to be doing these things? Be driven by want, be pulled by want. However it works best for you in your mind, sustainable fuel comes from a desire to either do the thing or have the thing done. And by that, I mean, I don't particularly want to do the laundry, but I like having clean clothes. (laughs) So I don't have to frighten myself into doing the laundry. I don't have to say things like I have to do it and engage my survival brain. I don't have to wait until I've only got like one pair of pants left. (laughs) I can do it as I go because I really love having clean clothes. I love the smell of the conditioner. That's something that I factored into it. I always make sure I have the same conditioner. How can you put the fun, the joy, the love, the desire, the fun in functional? You see that little play on words, the fun in functional. Oh, that doesn't work when I'm saying it. When I'm writing it, it totally works. How can you generate this desire that you have as the motivation to do the thing rather than scaring yourself into it, being scared into it, finding the drama, finding the pressure? Because listen, there is enough drama already in the world. There is enough pressure already in the world. There are things that come at us sideways that we require the adrenaline that comes from activation to deal with, that's its purpose. Let's respect that, let's honor our central nervous system, and what it can do for us in lifting big cars off small children. And then let's let it rest. For so long, we've been requiring this adrenaline just to get through the day, just to get through the work day, just to get through Christmas. <laughs> Maybe just my Christmas. Just to get through these things. There is another way. And I promise you, when you move to this sold self-nourishment fuel, it is sustainable. You are caring for yourself. You can stretch and you can recover. You can expand your tolerance for stress in the direction that you actually want to move in. Therefore, it is of benefit to you. And when you do this, you allow your central nervous system to relax. You also allow it to relearn. It doesn't have to be on the whole time. This way, you can allow it to be on when you need it, and you can allow it to rest when you don't. And that, my beautiful little friends, is how to generate a sustainable method of fuel for achieving whatever beautiful things you want to in the world. I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope very much that you did, don't forget to hit subscribe so all future episodes get automatically downloaded to your listening platform and come hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Sally Hardy underscore coach.